0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Chapter 4, During Sex Communication for our Becoming a Better Lover series on My Orgasmic Life. Isn't that juicy? (laughs) Before I get into uh, all the logistics of in our juicy conversation. um, I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess with Mostess, and I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist. I believe the keys to a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic, magical, orgasmic life is embracing the human experience, letting go of fear, shame, guilt, and self-loathing, and of course, sexual wellness. All right, let's get into our topic. So chapter four, so we covered in yesterday, or chapter three, we covered uh, before sex conversations, and I just wanted to do a little bit of quick recap. So chapter um, communication is broken up when it comes to sex, and being an epic lover is broken up into three different communication, sex communication stages. There is before sex, during sex and after sex conversations that need to happen and so today we're going to cover during sex communication which is so juicy (laughs) Uh, all right so let's go into it so why do we want to be able to uh, why do we want to be able to have communication during sex well this one's pretty obvious because if you communicate during sex you get your needs met If you get your needs met, you get to have better sex. And it's way more epic and orgasmic and easy and stress-free. If you communicate during sex, you can also ask what your partner wants. So you don't have to, hold on. So you don't have to be a mind reader and be super, super stressed out. Because remember, a stressed out person does not show up, their genitals does not show up to the party on any level, Alright? <laughs> not sexy. Mm-mm-mm. So, super important to communicate, communicate, communicate while you are fucking, making love, exploring each other's body, any kind of sexual activity or interaction with each other, you want to be able to communicate with ease. Now, that just makes common sense, right? Like you ask what you want and stuff like that. But for most people, that's like, oh my God, I don't even know how to do that. And what the hell are you talking about, Gaia? And I could never, I could never, no way. What if somebody judges me? What if somebody says no? So these are the issues of why we don't communicate, why we don't talk. We are all running around fucking and having sex, but we're not talking about it. And the reason we're not talking about it is these things we're fear, fear of rejection, fear that somebody will judge us, fear that um, somebody will think we're, we're a freak, a weirdo, all of our own sex shame that we're carrying, we're bringing into the bedroom and we're projecting onto our partner and our lover they are going to shame us and it's our fear of all of these things that stop us from communicating plus let's be honest most of us don't know how to talk most of us don't know how to communicate and most of us don't know how to not the keys to good communication is not just being able to express it but it's also being able to receive it and so that's a really important piece of this is that it's not just about sharing and talking and asking. It's also about listening and paying attention and being still and aware, All right? So this is where, to be a good communicator, you both have to, you have to both give, <laughs> and then you also have to watch and observe and receive and remember, okay? Now, let's, let's just go over, let's do a little bit of a review, because, you know, This is a big topic. What is the difference between verbal communication and nonverbal communication? Now, while we're getting busy and we're in the sex act and we're having lots of juicy fun because everybody's on the same page, because you already had your before sex conversation. So you know what everybody's into, everybody wants, where everybody's at. Okay. Verbal communication is using our words. Simple as that. Asking, telling, communicating, using your words like, mm, or sorry, using your words like, that's great, thank you. Or a little bit to the left, a little higher. I like more pressure, less pressure. Oh, oh my God, that is the spot. <laughs> Okay. that's what during sex can look like when we use our words when we're using nonverbal communication we can do like mmm and we can combine mmm with yes that's the spot and if you are watching me right now you'll see that when I did mm, yes I threw my head back So that was a body language thing, saying that I'm going into a state of ecstasy in that moment. And then energetically, there's that piece, right? Remember the nonverbal is like sound, body, and energy. So the energy is the arousal. You'll start to pick up that arousal energy with your partner. And then you can feed off of it, and your partner can feed off of your arousal energy. So expressing that energy, that arousal, is really, really, really super important. All right. Anybody have any questions? So I'm live right now. So all of our, you know, people who are going to watch and listen later, you know, hashtag replay. All right. But um, anybody have any anything, any thoughts, comments? Just check it in. No? Okay. All right. Now, the keys to communication while we are having sex time, while we are fucking, making love, whatever language resonates, whatever kind of sex you're having resonates with that. The keys to the kingdom are two things. Asking. For verbal and nonverbal feedback when you're doing stuff, and giving verbal and nonverbal feedback. That's it. That's that's the key. Like, there's all this stuff about sexual skill building, and and at some point I may talk. I'll probably do a whole series on sexual skill building, but. Each remember and we're gonna and you know we're gonna go into in this series we're gonna go into mapping your lover's body and what your you know what your partner desires and mapping all of that out and and you know how to navigate that. But the key is is if you can ask for feedback and you can give feedback, then you can get exactly the kind of sex, the way you wanna to be touched, perfect every time. Now, there's one piece of that though that's super important that I haven't talked about yet, which is make sure if you want to be good in bed, absolutely 100% make sure that when your partner is giving you feedback, pay the fuck attention. (laughs) Right? Like, seriously, pay attention. When they say a little to the left, then go a little to the left. Don't be like, ah, I know what I'm doing. If they go, if you're the person's like, ah, a little lighter, slow down. Listen, don't be like, ah, I know what I'm doing. You don't fucking know what you're doing. <laughs> no one knows what they're doing. No one. Doesn't matter how incredible you are in the skill sets of being an epic lover. Trust me you don't know what you're doing in comparison to the persons who who's, who's responding to your to the experience and to that touch so pay the fuck attention and listen when your partner gives you feedback listen to it and then do the action that's appropriate to it. This is one of the biggest complaints that i hear from people all the time is when i say well did you ask for what you wanted and they said yes gaia i totally asked for what i wanted and they ignored me and so i need to talk about why why do people ignore it okay so first of all Let's just take a moment and be really straight up and honest because that's how I roll, which is when somebody ignores your feedback and denies your request blatantly, it's because they are feeling inferior. They are feeling inadequate. And when you, when you share what you're asking for and they aren't doing it perfectly, they need to not listen to you because if they listen to you, then, in their minds, because they have some stuff that still needs to be cleared out, is that they're not good enough. Which, by the way, is not your fucking problem. <laughs> it's the person, the person who feels like you're, they're not good enough that when somebody is telling you what they need and what they want and you're choosing to ignore it because you're afraid that it's, your, your ego is, is, is going to be shattered in that moment, um, you need to come see me so that we can clear that shit out. Because as long as you're moving from that place, you're never going to be good in bed. You're never going to be a good partner. You're never going to be able to be fully present in any sort of engagement with other people. Because, it's, because basically that means in order for you to stay in that space that you are good enough, you have to ignore everybody else's needs around you. So if that is a reality for you, then please reach out to me so that we can heal that those old wounds that are causing you to behave that way. And if you're having sex or you have a re, in a relationship with somebody who is moving from that place, I lovingly invite you to tell them to stop it and that that if they don't go and reach out and get help, that you're not going to you're not you're not going to engage with them anymore. Because your body, and this is really, really important. This is where victimization happens. And this is where sex turns horribly wrong. And this is where people are like going through the motions because I feel like they have to instead of that they truly desire to is because they are end up in these weird, awkward, uncomfortable places. And they don't know what to do in that. Um, Trust me, just laying there and taking whatever your partner decides that they want to do to you or for you, and it's not feeling good, it's important to say it's not feeling good. If you don't say that it's not feeling good, you are victimizing yourself in that moment. Your body is your body, and you have the right to tell others how you would like it to be touched. Okay. So I say that because it's really, really important. It's an important piece of the, of this journey of being good, becoming good in, in, in the sack, being a great lover. All right. I got some, I got some skill sets to up your game. All right, here we go. All right. So if you're listening to me for a second, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make uh, some loud, I'm gonna make a loud sound. So you might want to turn me down just for a second so I don't blow out your eardrums, okay? I'm going to do the wild turkey. Now, if any of you have hung out with me in any capacity, you probably know what the wild turkey is. If you're new to me, the wild turkey is this awesome sound I'm gonna do right now. Ready? Let's turn down your volume for a second. Now, (laughs) it's like the wild turkey has so many benefits to it. One, it opens up our throat chakra, which allows us to be able to communicate, seeing that we're talking about communication during sex. And communication, communication, communication. Plus, doing the wild turkey also helps you to get over your shit. About looking silly, being silly, people are gonna respond, people are gonna judge, people are gonna react, blah, blah, blah. All of these fears that are in your head that are stopping you from asking your partner for what you need and what you want, and to be able to express what your desires are. Not only that, but to also express what's feeling really, really delightful and good. right? and being able to give your partner feedback. Ask for feedback, give feedback. All right, remember that's the key. It's the key to being and Sorry, ask for feedback, give feedback, and pay attention and listen to your partner's feedback. <laughs> Important. Right. When we can do the wild turkey, it helps us to th- open that up and it makes it much easier. Plus, from a, a logistical sexual skill building, your tongue, because when you're doing the wild turkey, for everybody who's listening, I'm sticking out my tongue. I'm flicking it. (laughs) Um, What that does is it allows you to strengthen and have more endurance with your tongue. So, this can you see how this could be beneficial when we're doing some licky licky? And even when we're doing some sucky sucky, we get some tongue action going on in there. So, you know, do the wild turkey. Now, the key with the wild turkey is there's two components to it. There's the there's three components. Start by doing the wild turkey when you're by yourself. All right, get get accustomed and climatized to this idea that you're making this. I'm going to make the sound again, just warning. Ready? Here we go. And if you're like, I don't know how to make that sound, I'll take you through the steps in a second here. So you want to practice the wild turkey in your car when you're by yourself. And practice it, practice it, practice it then taking it up a notch you're gonna go and do the wild turkey where other people can hear you so you're like walking through the park and all of a sudden go i'm gonna do it again (laughs) i do the wild turkey when i'm in the grocery store with my partners (laughs) it's a way for me for me to find them I really don't stop doing the wild turkey unless they either wild turkey back or they do "kaka," which is also an acceptable (laughs) response to my wild turkey sound. (laughs) And it's a lot of fun. It becomes a fun thing. If you have kids, the kids love the wild turkey. It's also a great way if you're instead of yelling at your kids to get their attention when you need them to pay attention instead of yelling or hollering, just do the wild turkey, and then they respond with the wild turkey back to you, okay? Um, so kids love it too. So now you're, so first you've started wild turkeying with yourself, then you've done wild turkeying with others out in the world so that can hear you. Now, doing the wild turkey, I highly recommend for lover couple, couples to do the wild turkey. Before they have sex <laughs> and I do this for a couple of reasons all right one if you can stand in front of your partner and look at them and be like hey let's do the wild turkey together and you go and I'm gonna do it right now so pay attention so turn down your volume if it, if it gets a little loud here if you can do that standing in front of your partner naked then you can say anything do anything and ask for anything because your partner and you were just ridiculous and silly together. So it lets go of all of this seriousness that has to happen. And, and, you know, I can't ask and you're going to reject me and all those fears that I talked about earlier, why we don't communicate you're it's gone because you equally were ridiculous with each other and you basically opened up your throat chakra and you, you know, basically got your tongue ready for action and you got to laugh and giggle with each other and be silly, okay? So that's the wild turkey. Wild turkey everywhere. All right, so if you're like, how do I make that sound, Gaia? All right, so I'm gonna do it in stages, all right? So everybody who's watching me can see what's happening, but all of my audio listeners, I'm gonna talk you through it. So the first thing you have to do is you have to stick out your tongue. And the second thing you need to do is you're gonna take stick your tongue in and out of your mouth with a blah, 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 blah. everybody who's watching me, you better be doing it with me. <laughs> all the people listening. I want you to do it with me. All right. So we got stick your tongue out. Do the bladder Now we're gonna go a little bit faster. Okay, you're gonna move your tongue in and out of your mouth faster. Good. Now we're gonna bring it up a notch in octave, okay? So instead of it being at this tone, we're gonna go. All right, here we go. Ready? We're gonna go faster and higher okay good now we're gonna go faster and even higher so if you're like i can't get my my octaves that high that's okay it's not necessarily about achieving the the high octave is it is just about the experience of making the crazy wild turkey sound right here we go so we're gonna go faster and higher (laughs) <laughs> isn't that fun isn't that fun all right so that's wild turkey all right the next thing you're going to do in your adventuring um, to expand your uh, being able to communicate verbally and non-verbally with pleasure and to your partner is we're going to do this exercise if you have a partner Um, It's really important that you set up this this situation and say, hey, I would really like to do this exercise that, you know, Gaia had suggested about non-sexual touch. So it's a non-sexual massage, basically. And what's going to happen is the person who is receiving the massage is going to direct the person giving the massage. So this is, there's no pressure, there's no outcome, there's no expectation. So we're taking all of those pieces out of the equation. So the person who's list so this gives two, two things happen in this. One, the person who's directing gets to practice giving feedback and asking and giving feedback and asking and giving feedback. The person who is being directed gets to let go of all of their shit, their fear, their worry, their ego, their insecurities, their not being good enough, the expectation that I'm supposed to know what I'm supposed to be doing, all that stuff goes away. Because all the person that is being directed, you just follow instructions. That's it. That's all you're doing is you're following instructions and you're reading their body language and you're reading their verbal, you're listening to their verbal cues and you're reading their nonverbal cues. All right. And this way you're learning about each other and you're practicing. So you want to do, let's say a half an hour of the person receiving the massage directs and the other person is giving, and following the directions. Then you're gonna switch around, and the other person is gonna be the one that directs, and the other person is gonna be the one that follows. This is a great way of both of you learning about each other and practicing this. Now, for all the people who are um, not in a partnership or a relationship, and they're you know just looking to hook up, all right? Um, All of the things I talked about, the verbal and the nonverbal and the asking and giving and all that kind of stuff, you're a little bit at a disadvantage because you haven't created a continual uh, database, basically, of what you're learning as you're going along. So what that means for you guys and everybody who's in that experience, um, during sex communication is actually even more important because you don't really know that person at all. Hopefully you had the before conversation, so you learned a lot of stuff. Um, But now you're really going to have to make sure that you ask for feedback and you give lots of feedback to your partner because they're learning about your body and they're learning what you like um, in order to have a really good sexual experience. Otherwise, it's going to be meh or awful sex. Okay. So I just needed to take a moment to, cause I've been talking a lot about partnership. So what happens when you're in a situation where it's like a hookup or one night kind of experience, right? That's how you would navigate that. You gotta have, you're going to really have to up your verbal and you're going to have to ask for feedback. So they're not going to naturally, because you haven't been going on this adventure with them, they may not naturally give you feedback. They may not give you any sounds. They may not give you any feedback. They may not even, um, you know, tell you what they like or not like all these kind of things. So during that experience, you're going to have to ask, so do you, do you are you enjoying this? Uh, would you like something else? Uh, do you like it harder, lighter, faster, slower, left, right? What would you like? So you're gonna have to spend more time, in order for you to have a good experience, you're gonna have to spend more time probably asking for that feedback than necessarily just receiving and getting the information, okay? So that's really important just for you to be aware of. But you can also still invite them to do the wild turkey with you as a way to break the ice and, and to, ease that, ease the stress of we're supposed to figure shit out together, okay, so it becomes in a, that you're both on an adventure together. All right, so next thing on our expanding our skill sets in this department um, is I have another exercise for you guys to do, which is practicing telling others that you enjoy, that you're enjoying something. So friends, coworkers, family members, um, using, practicing your verbal and nonverbal expression of things that you enjoy. So when you're eating, "Mm, this is delicious, right? Um, Oh, wow, I'm really enjoying that, uh, the beauty of that tree or that sunset, Um, you know? Oh, I really like your hair right? I want you to practice expressing things that you enjoy, both verbally with sounds and body language and energy, as well as with verbally, okay? So practicing that in non-sexual or non-charged spaces will really help you up your game when you get into those spaces. The second part of that is also but don't don't spend too much time here because a lot of us are a lot of us as a culture spend too much time in expressing what we don't like um and you know basically we call that bitching um or venting um so don't spend this is more for the people that have a hard time saying that they're not enjoying something or that they don't like something um so I think it's really important for you to, if you're that person, that this would be a great place for you to practice that. But if you are a person that spends a lot of time saying, I hate that, and that sucks and blah, blah, blah. And you're like in that space a lot, then, then this is, you already know how to tell people that you're not enjoying something. Um, okay. So I want you to drop into that only if you don't know how to tell people Or express something that you're not enjoying all right then you're gonna get because you've gotten so good at this whole idea of expressing yourself all over the place you're now going to be able to tell I want you to take this skill set into the bedroom right start practicing telling your lover when things feel good Mm, that feels so good oh my god so good wow yes That's the spot, all right? I want you to start to practice verbally and non-verbally expressing the things that you're enjoying when your partner is doing things to you. And then you can, as you're practicing that you can then go back to giving and asking and following instructions, (laughs) all right? Okay, so that's how you're gonna navigate this whole during sex communication. You got this. You got this. All right. So if you're like, mm, guy, I don't got this. Mm, 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 no fuck it away. That would be a good indicator that you might want to come hang out with me, whether it's come take a course with me, uh, come do some coaching with me. So you can reach me at, for all of the wonderful ways in which you can spend time with me at succulentliving.com. And if you're looking to follow me on more face, social media, face, social media platforms, you can find me under Gaia Morissette. And I wish you the most joyous, delightful, and very expressive day, filled with lots of wild turkeying. I'm gonna do one right now. All right,
1: I love you all.
0: Till next time where we talk about what happens, what's the conversation after sex. All right, bye-bye. That's it, that's all.